coming to the CHO Bears podcast on this cold, cold, but sunny Monday morning in Chicago. Cold like the Bears season, but sunny like the bright future. That's right. The future is so bright. I'm going to need some shady rays. Let's go, Bears. Did you sleep last night? Because I was up at 2.30, literally listening to I, overnight Bears radio talk. That's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. You were listening to Espo? I was listening to Espo at 2.30 in the morning. I'm, I, okay. I, and I was getting angry, and then I, was, then I went back to bed, and then I got up and... Good for you. You know, did, did, did good old Fox 32 at 6.20 in the morning... With all due respect to myself, half asleep, went back to bed. Oh, wow, that's aggressive. Yeah, I did not do that. Yeah, felt, and, and, I'm, I, I, um. To answer your question, I, I'm, I'm rattled. Fine. Yeah. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. Yeah, you, uh, you seem like you were affected last night. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. I'm still affected. I don't I, really know why, but we're going to get into it. <laughs> okay. Adam Hogue, Mark Harmon with you today. Uh, we do not have Herb Howard like we normally do on Mondays because he is flying back from, Los Angeles said uh, always coming back from the West Coast after a night game is pretty much impossible uh, unless you want to go with the uh, red eye, which I don't recommend personally. Even, even to get to the red eye is tough. Yeah, but um, remember the game starts at 520 there, not oh, 720. Right, yeah. So it is it is theoretically possible. I don't recommend it. Um, but regardless, Herb's on his way back. We'll hear from him hopefully at some point in the week. Um, also... We teased having Ken Mastroli on, um, so to follow up on that, he had something pop up this morning and um, is not able to join us today. However, we still got a great show for you planned. We're going to reschedule Ken Mastroli as well. He is uh, Tyson Bajan's personal quarterbacks coach, which is why we we're you know planning on having him on and you know talk about Carm's guy a little bit. Um, but we appreciate you being here. Got a lot to talk about, honestly, with the trade deadline looming. I, you know, we wanted to have some of that conversation today because, you know, driving down here, talking to Carm on the phone, he wants to trade the entire roster. Well, I, I, I think you have to live in reality, right? That's what, what I'm going to try to do today. The Bears are two and six. The Bears have, I think we can all agree very clearly that the Bears have a talent gap on the roster. The Bears need assets. Yannick Ngakwe is not going to turn into some incredible rush-the-quarterback defensive lineman the rest of his career. You have a bunch of guys on this roster that are not going to get you much. much. Darnell Mooney would be one of those. But is he your guy going forward? I think, uh, to me... It's an interesting time for Ryan Poles to be all in on acquiring as many assets as he can take a swing at in the draft next year. Because we all know that you are going nowhere barring a miracle this year. The other side of it, though, is do you want to keep guys like Mooney around to help see as best you can what you have in the quarterback? And by the way, is the quarterback, Justin Fields, I mean, is there any scenario where Atlanta, tied for first place in the South at four and four calls and offers you a first round pick? Would you? And I'm, I'm not saying they're going to do that. Do that, but would he? If they did, what would the Bears do? I I would, you know, if well, it, that it goes back to what I've been saying for weeks. Now is the elephant in the room. What is Ryan Poles' current evaluation of Justin Fields? Right. It's really the only thing that matters. Um, Agreed, and we have no idea. And if he has already made the decision that 
Justin Fields is not going to be his guy going forward. If Atlanta calls and offers you a first-round pick, you 100% make that trade. That's not me saying I would make that trade. It's not even me saying Ryan Poles would make that trade. I'm just saying if that's where the evaluation currently is and a team is willing to do that, then you probably do make that trade. I think that is incredibly unlikely. I think more, way more likely is that Atlanta wouldn't even offer you a first-round pick. Uh, the evaluation with Fields is not over, and I'm not sure it should be. Um, and what I, I think for the rest of these guys you're talking about, I think it's a case-by-case basis. If you want to trade Yannick Ngakwe, six-round pick, someone's willing to give you something, and he's not doing much for you anyway, fine, go ahead. Darnell Mooney? I don't know if taking one of Justin Fields' best friends on the team, another mm-hmm. target for him. Yep. Yep. Even though he's not doing much, plus what are you really going to get for Darnell Mooney right now, right? Not much. Who's on a it's, it's a rental. Fifth year, fifth round pick. It's a rental for a guy who's then a guy going and learn a whole new offense. Right. What a team on the like- fly. He's shown that ability to do it, but I I I don't think you're getting much for him. I think in that case it makes more sense to keep him on the roster to help your current situation, even if we're just talking about evaluation of the quarterback. DeMarcus Walker. Same deal with Yannick. Well, that was a more of a longer term. What was that again? A two-year deal? It's a two-year deal. Yeah. Two-year deal. He's coming off seven sacks. He's 27. I, I'm just, I, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm sitting here with Ryan Poles, if, I was, if, if Ryan Poles was at, if I was Kevin Warren and he, hey, hey uh, this is what I'm thinking at the trade deadline. Or if I was, well, even, even that way, Kevin Warren walking in the room, hey, Ryan, what are you thinking about the trade deadline? I just want to tell you that from my perspective, do whatever you think you, you need to do to make this team better down the line. Don't worry about this year. That's what I'd be telling him. If that's nothing great, if it's something great, you have full authority on my, from, from me to do whatever you think possibly can to improve this roster for 2024. That's how I think they should be looking at it. And that's pretty, that is like the least hot take of all time, right? I was right? going to say, that's pretty standard, and I think that's probably the case. Right. But I just but don't, think, I don't know, but I don't think they're good. But the, he spoke yesterday on the pregame, and he thinks it's going to be real quiet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, late round picks is not going to excite anyone. But, I mean, they gotta, they're going to have to hit some miracle home runs here to turn this thing around. I mean, you trading Jalen Johnson? If I'm not paying him, I am, but I would pay him. Yeah, I would pay him too. Right now. What is it, Jalen? What do you want? I want $18 million a year for five years. How about 17.5? Done. Okay, great. I mean, how it can't be that hard of a conversation. <laughs> That's negotiate. not how agents work, though. They're going to stick on the 18. Especially you, won't do it, you won't do it for 17 and a half? All right, fine. 18. Yeah. Done. I try to squeeze 500 grand back my way. And that'd be it. The only, the only way you budge on that if the Bears say, we're trading you if you don't take this number, and he really, really wants to be here. Yeah. And do listen, you th- listen, we're going to ship you if you, if you don't I'm take I'm sure Jalen Johnson likes it here, but does he really, 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 really want to be here? If there's a team on the West Coast that's willing to pay him what well, he wants this offseason, and I don't know that to be the case, but, you know, his daughter lives in California. Sure. You know, I, I'm just there's, there's you got to remember there's life decisions involved in a lot of this stuff, too. Plus, let's just talk, call it a football decision. David Montgomery had a good offer from the Bears. He left to go to Detroit because he was tired of losing. Well, they also offered him a little bit more. Yeah, but it's, a lot you, of times it's all it takes. Five hundred grand more. That's enough. I, I, 
I'll take 500 grand more. (laughs) Would you? Over three years to move to Detroit? If you're getting paid 18 million bucks? I think that's a, I thought that was an indictment on the organization. Well, it might have been. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying Jalen's a hyper competitive dude and he's voiced some frustration about losing and he doesn't want to be lumped into what's happened here in his career. He, he, he wants to be considered quote, one of those guys. So, well, I, I, does he want to be here? I, I, it seems like he does, but in the scenario you're painting, we're trading you. If you don't take, maybe you'd say, yeah, well, the headline on the show today is Ryan Poles have tough decisions to make. I don't know. I don't know that he does. I'm not, if this is Ryan Poles' phone, I'm not sure it's ringing too much today, to be honest. <laughs> that's so bad. But that's my—that's what I'm getting at. Like, who's really calling? Is someone right. calling for Cody Whitehair right now? Is there a league in Europe that's still going on? <laughs> I mean, like, like I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sniffing around about Jalen Johnson. I'm wondering what his situation is. Definitely. Um, I want to know about the medicals. I... But who else? Anyone in the chat? Like Darnell Mooney? I mean, I'm speculating that Yannick Ngakwe is worth a sixth-round pick. Mooney's worth a fifth-round pick. Uh, Lucas Patrick, Cody Whitehair, worth nothing. Like Someone said Valus. Who's Bayless? trading yeah. for Valus? <laughs> I was going to say, like, if Valus gets sorry, cut, David. somebody might not think. pick him up. Seriously. <laughs> he, would, he certainly wouldn't be placed on anybody's active roster. I'm sure he'd be on a practice squad, but that'd be it. Yeah, I, what, someone said Minnesota might be calling for Fields. Okay. Would you trade him in the division? No. For a first-round pick? Oh, God. And then he comes back to haunt us for a decade? No. That'd be amazing. No. That would be a very Bears thing. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine him throwing to Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson for the next 10 years? Oh. Yes, I can't actually oh, imagine that. Please, yeah. please don't. 100%. TJ Hawkinson? So you're... so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were you worried that Trubisky was going to go somewhere and, and dominate Lawrence? No, well, Trubisky sucked. Okay. We've talked about this. It's a completely different vibe with Fields. I understand. I no, you don't feel that vibe, but I do. I, if I'm, he goes would, back home to Atlanta, I 100% think I think he dominates. Yeah. You think he dominates? Dominates. The same way that Chase Claypool dominated well, if you training think, If camp. you think that, then it... Then it okay. <laughs> no, just, that was just a, okay. a shot. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not saying necessarily he turns into an all pro, but my my ceiling on fields is way higher currently than it was when we finally reached that point with Trubisky where I was like, all right, this isn't working. I I was very clear and I think it's proven to be true. By the way, Trubisky threw a touchdown at George Pickens yesterday. Must be nice to have George Pickens. Um, He also threw an interception in a triple coverage. So you got the full Trubisky experience. Yeah. Uh, I felt like. Trubisky was going to be in the league for 10 years as a backup quarterback, and that's basically what's happening. With Fields, I think 100% he still has a chance to be a starter, a good starter on a different team. If not this team, like I'm not closing the book here. Sure. Neither am I. Let's go. I don't like how it's trending. I mean, the trending thing's confusing because he threw eight touchdowns and one interception against two bad defenses. It was trending pretty damn good. And then they had then they had a Minnesota game where he got hurt and it looked awful. Mm-hmm. So it just ruined everything. This is the roller coaster that we're on. 
Bajan looks capable for a week. Then he comes out. Now everybody's, I mean, it was, we got to see, and admittedly for me, it was uh, disturbing that he ain't going to wow you with his arm strength. I mean, if, if, if they, it's just, that's not his, that's not his thing. Now there's are a lot of quarterbacks who, well, not necessarily a lot, but like, does Joe Burrow wow you with arm strength? No, he's incredible at placing the football. He's incredible at reading the field. He's got phenomenal pocket presence. It, you know, I, I'm not out on 17. I know maybe some, uh, everybody else seems to be. We're not talking about Bajan right now. <laughs> I just got there. Well, we're, we're going, we're running through the I roster. I like this super chat from Zach Ferguson, 499. Quiet deadline tells me this coaching staff is done. Means Poles doesn't trust them to lead mentor. <sighs> it's interesting. I don't. I'd love to know where they, where he's at in the coaching staff right now. Well, on sort of that topic, I I don't want to see the Bears buy anything tomorrow. I think I've kind of made that decision. Chase Young for a third round pick, you're not buying. I mean, I don't think they're trading him for a third round pick. Okay, so in in any in any realistic scenario right now, we we spent months and months complaining about the Chase Claypool trade. I just. I would, and it's the same thing with Fields. Like I wouldn't trade Fields right now because that's just too big of a of a decision to make with so many unknowns. Yesterday was a reminder: you might not get the number one pick, right? And I, you can trade him in the off season once you know what you have. I same thing. I don't want to trade another second round. Like they could have used that second round pick that they had. It was really a first round pick. It was the thirty second overall pick that they traded for Chase Claypool last year. Yeah, you know, like, Oof. let's not make that mistake again. Chase Claypool gave you nothing. You didn't need to trade for him when you did, and I don't think you need to trade for like you trade for Chase Young right now. What do you what What are you changing about this season? Nothing. It's Nothing. A long, it's a long. So why term. not wait till the off season to to reevaluate what you have in the draft, what's available across the league, what other options there are, what your draft capital, what actual chips you have to use. Okay, I mean he gets traded somewhere and they franchise him or extend him, and then that and that and that player is off the table, which it is, which is that, fine. Which it's is a fine. That's guy okay. who's had who's been hurt. It's not so, a completely clean player. If he was, he'd be worth a lot more than maybe what. You know, teams are offering for him. Well, it, it, yeah. In general, I, I, I agree with you. The The part about it that is concerning, which has got nothing to do with that, by the way, because you have a bigger problem, you have to trust that you can evaluate players in the draft. Right. And we are not... I don't think there can be an absolute ton of confidence about that at this point in well, any way, shape, or form. Part of, but that's, part that's of a, what's that's so frustrating, problem. I think, about this entire regime and what we've seen over the last, what, 20 months? Sure. It's been. Um, the highs and the lows, there's just, like, not a lot of middle ground, right? Like, even applies to Ryan Poles' drafting, I feel like. Like, Darnell Wright looks like a hit. Braxton Jones for a fifth-round pick looks like a hit, right? Like, these are good draft picks. Sure. And then there's a lot of just, like, I don't know, man. Like, I think this could work. I think it can't. Uh, there's there's too many Valus Joneses. Uh, like, that's just not working, man. Right? Like, uh, and it's the same thing on the football field. Like, there's, as I ranted about last night, 
There's too many bad, ugly losses. And then there's these weird, convincing wins over the Patriots and um, the Commanders Commanders and the Raiders. But these are all bad football teams and bad quarterbacks you're facing. There's no, like... I'm not a moral victory guy, but give me a moral give me a moral victory and a loss sometime. Like that's kind of what I was hoping for last night when I picked the Chargers to win by three. Like, okay, they didn't win the game, but they continued their positive momentum. That's what that's what they're lacking this year to me. Is any type of okay, yeah, they're not winning a lot of football games, but you can see it start to move in the right direction. Right? Like you saw that with the Lions last year. And this is too sporadic. It's too jumpy. I don't. I, I don't know how to explain it. But this. I think you this just is a weird it. football team. I think you just explained it. I'm looking just just to, to your point about hits misses. Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker. Both are hits, but both have missed a lot of time, and and neither. I don't are, know that they're hits. And, and ne- well. Not when George Pickens was on the table. Right. Well, Not can, when Keanu Benton was draftable this year. Right. And Rel- went, well, of course, you can you can do that, though, all over the board. Um, but is Kyler Gordon going to last in the NFL for a, have a, have a 10-year career? I, I would say he is. Is, is, is. Ten years? Whatever. That's a seven, lot. Seven years, whatever. He's going he's, he's gonna to be here for a while. Uh, I would say the same thing for Brisker. But I think that goes back to that, that super chat earlier. Like, who's developing these guys? How come a single defensive lineman can't get developed? Yeah, well, and okay, yes. And the other point is like they're all these guys are solid, but there is no spectacular. If you don't have the spectacular, the impact dude, right? Then, and this gets back to something I feel like we talked about two weeks ago. Who are the absolute dogs, like playmakers on this team? You have one, and he never gets the football. Who's that? DJ. Well, I wouldn't say he never gets the ball. He doesn't get it enough. He sporadically gets the football. Yes. He's the same exact thing that you're describing as far as their up and down play. 230 yards on eight catches looks like the greatest player in the history of the, of the game. Right. Second half yesterday gets one target. And another way to look at this, if you're building a roster, what are the spots that you know you have? You have a number one wide receiver in DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. I think you have a more than capable, serviceable tight end who's a benefit to the team in Cole Komet. Agreed. Who you rightly extended. Is he a superstar? No, but there's only like two of those in the entire league. Okay, Cole Komet's 100% when you're looking at the roster, that's fine. That's not a position you necessarily need to address. I th- think you're set at right tackle here. Darnell Wright had another really good game last night, in, in my opinion. Um... Still kind of early, which is the only hesitation I have, but that looks pretty good. Your offensive line is coming together. It is? Maybe. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. You still you need you need to address the center position. Okay. You Use need, the number one overall pick on a center. Use a third round pick, a second round pick on a center. <laughs> number get, one overall. Get it right. And then if they could stay healthy, huge if I get it. But when Tevin's on the field, that offensive line looks a lot different. Darnell Wright looks but like... But that's the problem. It's not a for sure thing. I, I love Tevin. I, I got it. I Would got you it. pay him right now? Yes. Oh, my God. I mean... Really? I'm not, I'm not going to pay him huge money, 
When but would I would I extend Tevin? Would you I don't have to. I mean, he's only in year three. I yeah. mean, would I ex- yeah. would I extend Tevin on the, for you know two years and bet on him? I I probably would. I like. You need I, a new I, center. I get, you need a new guard. You're. I think your left tackle's good, but I still think as much as I like Braxton Jones, I think I, we're talking about a Charles Leno. But Charles Leno was a a dog for not a dog, but a more than serviceable left tackle for a while. It, it's as important to get Justin on the field as to get Braxton Jones on the field and see if that neck is actually stable and he can play. I, I got no problem. I would love to see Jatiri Carter play guard the rest of the year. Let, let me can we can we see what we have there? Why are you playing Cody Whitehair? I, I tend to agree with that. Like like it's every time Carter's gotten a chance he's done fine. Can I see more? I'm willing I, I like to see more. Um and and Borum uh, who has his moments of complete awfulness? As far as a swing guy and, and as a reserve, it's it's fine. It's fine. He's done fine. Yeah. So, look, I, I get it. it but I'm, I, if you're if you're looking at position groups that are, look, the, the offensive line is trending in a way better way than the defensive line. You literally have nothing. I mean, do I'm, I? I suppose you can be slightly optimistic about Dexter and Pickens, but I mean, I. I mean, <laughs> this is I, a problem with the defense I, I, to me, man. It's like it's like I want to be mean, optimistic I, about these guys, but I mean, who, I, I'm, I'm, it goes back to who do you know? And right, that's what I'm saying. This again, it's I, with the lack of answers to that question. How do you trade Jalen Johnson? You know, you have a good corner. Then the stats from last night. You just read it to me. Someone tweeted. Justin Herbert was basically perfect when he threw to anybody besides Jalen Johnson last night. Uh, and you, you don't have an answer. You cannot sit there. As something was brought up a couple months ago, oh, you drafted corners. They like Tyreek Stevenson. Terrell Smith looks like a guy. They have Kyler Gordon. Stevenson got his ass kicked last night. Man, like what evidence do you have that you can trade Jalen Johnson and be fine at the position? I don't think it's there. Yeah, I, I I just I like good players. Jalen Johnson is a good player. He's twenty four years old. He hasn't he's had some time where he hasn't been able to play, but for the most part, he's been out there. He he's a he's a good leader in that room. He's well respected. Pay the guy. Yeah, this is not, this is not, it's not it's not a hard decision. What? complicates it at least a drop is that they have so many other needs and they've spent big dough with with Edmonds who has had a minimal impact it's fine it's been decent well that was the argument for not paying interior linebackers right Mm -hmm. which you made that argument not you but the Bears did we're not gonna pay Roquan Smith Instead, we're going to take that money and get two linebackers for the price of one. We're playing like this money ball game. Meanwhile, all over my feed every single week is Roquan Smith being like the greatest player in Ravens history since Ray Lewis. <laughs> and that was a little hyperbole, but you get the point. Like, I, just make solid you need plays. good players, man. Um, all right. Well, so we want to talk about trade deadline a little bit there. I have... If we, we can shift this discussion a little bit to Bajent. Something I heard last night driving home I want to talk about because I think it's a good lesson in how we look at these games on Sundays and really how in this city we get a little too high and low every single week because I think we all uh, are f- fully willing to admit. Not me. 
I've been level-headed the whole time. <laughs> Jake, Jake just shook his head. I, I didn't jump ahead of the curve in any way, shape, or form. Swinging in nope. from West Virginia. Nope. The Duke is back. Whoa. Thank the Lord. I missed Whoa. him so Let's, much last night. Yo. Dude, hold on, Duke. We'll get you in a second. Duke, we'll get we're, you in a second. That, that, Whoa. We were worried about you last night. Hey, but first, are you in the market for a new or used vehicle? If you are... Check out our guys at Ray, Chevy, and Fox Lake. They've joined the CHGO team. We're really excited about this. And uh, when we were talking to them, they said, hey, they have this pledge they call the Ray Price Promise. It's not the Poles Price Promise. It's the Ray Price Promise. It is a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership. We found in many cases other dealers will raise the price on you when you come into the dealership to ask you questions like, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? If you are, great, but in most cases, your answer is going to be no, and then that's when they'll be like, oh, well, you don't qualify for those discounts that we were advertising online, even though we didn't tell you that. Uh, but now that you're here, here's the real price. That's not what Ray does. The price you see online is the price you pay. No add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything they can to find additional savings for you, which will ma- which may make the price lower than you see online. That's what happened both times I got a vehicle from Ray. And uh, as one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories. Right now, you can save big at Ray Chevy during their Truck or Treat Savings event. 0% is back, now available on new Silverado trucks, the perfect tailgate vehicle come on into race chevy and fox lake find the vehicle you've been searching for and best of all pay zero hidden fees with the ray price promise visit ray chevrolet and fox lake or RayChevrolet.com. serving the community since 1963 find new roads if you want to make yourself feel better on a monday after the bears get smoked on sunday night and you think there's no football hope for you well i say you go Dial up Soul Seven. Get yourself some sweet shoes. Uh, don't miss out on the biggest sneaker drops and download the Soul Savvy Drops app. The Drops by Soul Savvy app makes it easy to keep up with all the latest news, the releases, raffles, and sales in the sneaker world. Nothing makes you feel better like a sweet pair of sneakers like Hogue's wearing right now. Look at this guy. Uh, by the way, they, they, we've got um, some sweet values for you. On all levels here. So you don't have to be like the diehard for this. You can be a, a there's ev- anybody who d- downloads the Soul Savvy Drops app, you are going to find a level that is sweet for you. The basic version, which is free, mobile plus, or the premium for you Nicholas Morianos out there who always have to have the sweetest kicks at the sweetest moments of all time. This is what you do. Sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo. Links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo. Or head over to the App Store and download the Drops by Soul Savvy app. I'm telling you, you will have the coolest shoes, and you'll feel so sweet. They're doing the Air Jordan 1 Reimagined Royal. It's coming up. It's a drop alert. I mean, just knowing that it's going to be out there, I'm looking at it right now. And, oh, yeah. it's um, You want to unlock the world of sneakers, do it with Soul Savvy. Download that Drops app. This is the day when we miss Herb. Because, you know, we have Carm reading the Soul Savvy app, and then you look at his shoes, and it's like, should Carm be reading that app? Okay, it's a bad job. I should have worn. I got the, I got the, I got the Jordan twos. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got plenty of. By the way, these I think are still available. These are the University Red Jordans. Um, 
I don't know if they're available in every size, but I saw. I think I saw they're still available. But I'm also not like Nick on the you know the Soul Savvy app. I might sign twenty four seven. I'm signing up right now. Yeah. You, you should. You go ahead and do. Well, the you show. can wait till after the show. Okay, fine. I'll wait okay. till yeah. the show. Yeah, I mean, come on, Jesus. Why are you not signed up already? Hey, uh, the Duke. Hi, Duke. Do we have a new photo there? What a new we... avatar. That is. Is that the Duke? That's the Duke. Wow. Hello, Pilgrim. Sorry, my John Wayne's a little rusty, but yeah, I was the say. Duke upgraded his avatar. Did That's John amazing. Wayne. That's amazing. Maybe Duke, you should know that at Fireplace Inn last night, thanks to our friends over there, we had a great time. The first people I walked in, I'm having this lengthy conversation waiting for Hogue because I wanted to give Hogue a hug before the show, which I didn't get to do, which is why we lost. But all they wanted to know was who the hell was the Duke? Who's the Duke? The Duke was there last night. Was he there? Sources tell me. What? I think the Duke was there. Yeah. Was it that the kid in the, uh, the what was it, Ben... Uh, Ski hat Ski hat Ben Ski hat (laughs) Was it him? Yeah That was the Duke No I don't know if the Duke was there But You think Ben Ski hat was the Duke? I don't think so I'm joking obviously Because I I, think he was the furthest Well it would check out Because I don't think Ben Ski hat was Capable of super chatting after the game And we did not get a Duke super chat last night So I'm just piecing some things together Oh, that's and that's interesting. The Duke yeah. says I wasn't there. Okay, uh, yeah. thank you, Duke. Uh, polls. This is a one ninety nine ninety nine hundred ninety nine ninety nine two hundred. We'll just round up. Thanks, Duke. Big time super chat here. Polls is suspect with his A score system. Too much emphasis on traits. Justin is suspect due to slow processing. We've all seen it. Uh, but when you have a QB who isn't developing in the system and several other. Highly athletic players not developing. The common denominator is coaching. Hashtag fire them. Uh, we are back there. Fire Flus, fire Getsy. Richard Hightower, you're a great guy, but you're going to be a casualty of Pulse firing 2023. Special teams coordinators stick around sometimes. Do you want to hit a couple other supers that are about this situation here? We could knock a couple out. Uh, sure. You know, just to get Eric in, get in all this for sell, uh, jumping in here with a $5 serious question. List what you think flus and Cruz coaching staff. I, I, okay. I think he's asking for the pros of the coaching staff. Yeah. The pros. Yeah. Like pros and cons really can't find any same for polls. And then this one from Logan, uh, $10. Getsy is terrible. The play calling last night was basic and predictable. See, this goes back to what I was talking about earlier. Getsy has these weeks where everything makes sense. And then he has weeks like last night when they hand the ball off to Trent Taylor on the second play of the game. And, I don't... And and like you said last night, Flus is looking, walking into the meeting and being like, yep, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like I'll that play. Kevin. No. Kevin Carlson, $20. In my opinion, I feel this Bears roster should slash can be doing or can be scoring more points Getsy and coaching are the biggest bump in the road on why it's not happening. Carmen, Adam, you are n- now the new OC. What's your game plan to get it done in New Orleans? Early in the week, got to look at the tape. No. Um, Is Fields playing or not? Look, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's a lot of questions here. Saints, their defense is pretty good. I mean, first of all, I, I haven't been able to look at the splits it felt like they got away from running to the right side last night. I mean, the, I, I have no idea if that's correct or not, but they, they, they did not run the ball effectively. But when you're down 17 nothing before you even blink, it's hard to get any level of running game going. I thought they ran it too much. 
Like, yeah. like, like, just let Bajan throw. I don't care if he throws let six Let cook. Let, let, hey, if he throws six interceptions, he throws six interceptions. Yeah. Let's go. Instead, we're trying to eke out whatever the hell they were trying to eke out last night, which is so so it's not a completely embarrassing score. Who cares? Phil Unin, 499. I'm confused on fourth and one. Why is Roshan the one getting the ball when he has been out for three weeks and Foreman has been running the shit out of the ball and is known for breaking tackles? Phil, if I could hug you right now, I would. That makes no sense. The dude was concussed. He you, you left him on the field too long when he was. He sat out a lengthy period of time. Now you're bringing him back. I get it. He's got to be healthy enough to play, but you're asking somebody who's gone through a ton, hey, go in there and smack the shit out of the entire defense right now mm-hmm. and pick up a yard. That's not the guy I would have picked. Deontay Foreman's been running like a maniac. Give him the ball. or yeah, let, he, let, he hits dudes seven year, after seven yards of running out of bounds. I mean, just to get a hit in. That, that, these are your options. Let me take the guy who was just concussed. Now, that's our best choice. Who, by the way, stutter stepped his way into the hole and I mean, I mean, come on, man. The only thing I would argue with is you can't just if the guy's cleared, his job is to run the ball. You can't not give him the ball because he had a concussion. I'm not saying I'm, I'm I'm not saying not to use him. I would have let him. I would have given him the ball. Let's see what we got. Let's see how he's feeling. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see where he's back to. This is going to be a little bit of a process. That was that. Anytime you get concussed, these are human beings. That is a traumatic injury. You're, you're there. These are. He's going to. There's going to be naturally some level of trepidation unless you're Dick Buckus, R.I.P. Uh, and and Rose- yeah, I I have more of an issue with the play call, which is just tush push it. Right, Jake nine ninety nine. This is as bad of coaching as the Tressman era. I turned the game off on the Chargers second drive. <laughs> Poll said this roster is 80% complete. The other 20% must be all the superstars. <laughs> that's, that's pretty well said, actually. Well, Chicago guy 499, the shit's philosophy is worse than the wise. At this point, who is the worst head coach, in your opinion, Flus or Nagy? There's a, there's a topic. Nagy went 12-4 and four his first year, and they made the playoffs the second year, too. Yeah. What uh, was the stat? I saw it last night about no, Flus. didn't make playoffs in the second year. They made it the third, third year. year. Yeah, only because they expanded the playoffs. Wait, so Flus has Mr. Defensive-Minded Coach has given up 30 in how many of his 25 games he's been in charge of? Oh, I don't know that one, but Oh, man, I saw lot. it last night. It, a lot. Yeah, I think it's like, I don't know. Let me that's why that I, that's... The, okay, so this is a good segue to what I wanted to talk about here because, you know, we do this here too. Braggs did it last night. Want to start the show with some legal obligation that you had to talk about Bajan. When we, he wanted me on the frying pan immediately. Just because we talk about the quarterback position so much in this town doesn't mean that that's always what the story is about, right? So Kevin Clark, my friend Kevin Clark, who used to work at The Ringer, now hosts a show called This is Football for Omaha Productions. Your, your friend has never been on this show, by the way. It's true. We asked him at the Super Bowl. And mm. He was too come busy. On, come on, KC. Damn. What a call out there from law. Kevin will come on. Regardless, I was listening to his recap of yesterday on my way home last night at 1 in the morning. And he had this great thing I think he came up with off the top of his head. It didn't seem like it was pre-planned. But he, his whole premise was like, we're in such a rush all the time to like crown players as like, oh, this is a guy. And he was talking about Will Levis because Will Levis threw four touchdowns yesterday for the, for the Titans. And they hadn't had that many touchdowns like all season, like passing touchdowns. For the Oilers. Yes. Which, separate subject, 
bad okay. job by me. If if the Titans are going to come out wearing Oilers, sweet Oilers jerseys, and the Seahawks are going to come out wearing those sweet 90s. Oh, the largest. You got to – you should have thrown all your money at those two teams yesterday. They weren't losing. Not in those uniforms. Okay, because I'm going to be you. Stay on point. Okay. <laughs> be you. The, the point is we, like, always overreact, right? Everyone does. Cross the NFL. We watch all these games, and we're like, oh, they got something there. This guy's definitely the guy. And it's like, Brock Purdy, what a find. And then all of a sudden, they start losing some games because Debo Samuel's hurt. And I was like, ah, I don't know if this guy can really play. You know, like, everybody's so reactive. And it's sometimes really hard to focus on the things that matter. And his, so he had this thing. He's like, like, Will Levis is not a guy yet. He might be guy adjacent. I think Bajan is guy adjacent. Yes, guy adjacent. Sure, sure. What? Well, what? Were, what? 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 What happened this week with Bajan? This couple of weeks, right? It went from well, this is let's let's go through, let's go through the whole process of you. And I, I'm with you. We we want to crown him. We want to get excited. We want to believe that there's something. We did there. this with Fields last year, by the way. We needed a we good four game stretch. We've done it with Fields since he was drafted. No, we well. Yes. 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 No, but I'm saying that we we not we we didn't host a QB one party. No, but it happened. Yes, and then they had a QB two party on that show too. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, that speaks to the QB two story. For Fields? No. For Bajan? For Bajan. No. Copying us. No problem. Why weren't you invited to the party? I don't know. I mean, I, I like I, I feel like we were out in front of that one. And and look. We are starved for a for a quarterback who can do something in this town. Let's state the obvious. And so when we think it's there, you want to lean into it. No. Right? Am I missing anything here? We're just and at least for me, I saw somebody who was getting the ball out. I saw somebody who was showing all this quote unquote moxie. I got excited about it. I'm still excited about it. But I also saw some some of the adjacent guy that you're talking about last night, which, you know, he's, you know, arm strength matters. He doesn't have it in spades. He, he's, he, I think he has enough to be successful. We're going to have to see a whole lot more. And so we have no idea. We don't know. But, but that's a point, like, right? Like, so Will Levis threw four touchdowns yesterday. That means he should probably start Thursday night against the Steelers. It does not mean it was a, it was a, he's a, he's a home run draft pick. Right. Right. There's just not enough sample size there. Okay. Um, Preaching to a fan base, though, to, to remain calm when you start to have success in any football franchise, it's difficult. But Bajant last week, it did not mean Bajant could be an NFL starter. And whatever happened last night does not mean he can't be. Correct. It's way too small of a sample size. Right. Two games. Right. It's the NFL. We're, we're three years into Justin Fields, and we're still like, I don't know. Right. And I would like to underline, for the record, what this show has said. Can I do that? Is that all right? Or is that too not topic? Is that too topic adjacent? It's topic adjacent. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Like I do, but I well, I it, maybe it doesn't. But I but like we have said the whole time that when Justin is healthy, he should be back out there, and the evaluation should continue. Yes. T Mr. Tyson Bajan, right here, yes. said that. Whenever J Justin is way more physically talented and has a way higher upside. Then Tyson does. We and and henceforth, when he comes back, he should play. 
which hopefully will be this week. Yeah. So, period. Uh, unfortunately, we're kind of falling into the trap of what I'm trying to even get to here in this segment. Go ahead. Which is like, there are sometimes games where, believe it or not, the quarterback is not the story. Okay? And the things that actually probably do matter more right now, like, what do you think matters the most out of last night's game? It could be significant or inconsistent. Like, if your answer right now is Valus Jones is not an NFL wide receiver. That's not it. That's not my answer. But that's okay. That can be the answer. We the, Yes, every NFL game is big, but it doesn't mean you can't have smaller things not be big conclusions. Because that's one of my conclusions. Not that I was still on the fence about it, but Valus Jones, it just wasn't a good pick. It was a third-round pick. It's not the end of the world, but it didn't work out, and it's over. <laughs> Well, see, I, I even think that's a little too tall. I'm not saying that... Dude, I'm, there is just no evidence he's an NFL wide receiver. I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying... There's no uh, evidence he's an NFL anything. I'm not saying that it's going to turn around, and I'm totally fine with it, but I'm just saying, like, in a vacuum, just because he dropped this floating duck in the end zone laying down there does not be that... Like, that, that one moment in time, we can't... Uh, it, we're doing a little bit too much of extrapolation on that one no. play. Wait, see, what? It's no. just the latest moment of many. Yeah. I got it. Come yeah. on. So we already knew. No, but you, we already my knew. point there is the sample size is now large enough. Okay. And okay. none of the sample size has been good enough. Okay. That's so fine. like that's a that's something to me that matters from last night that can be an actual conclusion. We waste so much time sometimes talking about, oh, what can Bajan be? What can Fields be? Blah, blah, blah. It's like there's other parts on this roster. Cody Whitehair, love the guy. He's been an amazing teammate. Good to the media. Has had a great Bears career. I think they should be playing somebody younger at this point. I I think it's just unfortunately it's reached a tough conclusion there that it's the play there isn't good enough. I think that's another conclusion you can make from last night's game when you ask the question what really matters. And then maybe at the top of that list is what I ranted about last night. All this stuff about the hits principle, which again to me is baseline football at the high school level. Yes, you need to hustle, you need to play with intensity, you need to care about the football, and you have to play smart. These are all stuff we talk about every single week at Carmel Catholic High School. (laughs) Okay? And when you're this far into this coaching staff and they still don't do that consistently, when a lot of that has nothing to do with talent, by the way, you can have the worst NFL player who still does all four of those things. Yep. Okay? And when that's still a problem, that is something that matters. A lot, and it's not just last night. It has now been showing up over and over and over again a year and a half into this thing, and especially this season. I got the numbers on the uh, what I was talking about there, the stats on Eberflus defenses. He's coached, what, 25 games? In 10 of those games, he's, he's given up 30 or more, and in 17 of those games, it's 25 or more. Not great. Not great, Bob, but again, and I, my biggest, for me, what you're talking about here is the coaching staff is, yes, that's there. I would also throw in, look, the defense all of a sudden was looking better, and now you saw it against an actual real NFL offense, and they could not do anything. Mm-hmm. You can, stop. That, that, to me, was the biggest takeaway from that. Oh. Here we go. Real NFL offense. Let's see how they do. Granted, you were missing some guys, but you can't tell me that you throw Jaquan Brisker out there and everything changes. I'm not, that's, that's, 
right, he would have had an impact. I'm not saying he wouldn't have. Honestly, but it, though, it's not just a good offense. I mean, like, it's third and eight is is easily doable for pretty much any team against the Bears defense. Yeah, sure. Well, and this is another thing. It's like with this pass rush. Oh, they still haven't addressed it. Yes, they have. They signed three new starters up there. They use a second-round pick and a third-round pick. They're worse. They have 10 sacks on the season. They had zero last night. In eight games, do you know how bad that is? And I don't even have it in front of me right now, but a lot of those sacks aren't even from the defensive linemen. Look, they were led in. It's I, I, I'm having a hard time. My head's spinning on that comment because, like, <laughs> you're telling me that they're worse this year. And last year, they were led in sacks by Jaquan Brisker. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if I could like say that they're worse, but maybe they are. You, you whatever it is, it ain't great. And, and these are some players. Yannick Ngakwe has eight sacks every single year of his career. Then he comes Demarcus to- Walker had how many last year? Seven. Like these are guys that in other defenses got home, and now they come here and they don't have a chance. Which is what bugged me, it's back to your coaching staff point, and that whole takeaway, Flus, you were looking like the feisty Flus the last couple of weeks. You were sweating on the sidelines. You were all, last night in the first half, you were just standing there looking like, like he was, had a tranquilizer shot into him. Dude. Look like you on the post-game show last where, night. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> I died last night. That's, that's but you woke up today. I, yeah, well, look, I just, I, it was an impossible show to do last night for me. I apologize. I still, <laughs> I still think I did a great show, damn it. Oscar Styles, 999. We had a better roster in Pulse's first year than his third, well, this is year two. And that's a problem. I don't trust Pulse with two first round picks next year. Also, our new friend here, 999 from Farming Bear. Love Farming Bear. By the way, if he goes into those other dealerships, he could probably still get the deal. But hey, that's a whole other story. Duke, uh, hey, true. Duke, is Farming Bear your son? I wonder. <laughs> the takeaway is that this coaching staff gets stuck on what they want to do, not what's best. The defense is no fight under a defensive head coach. That, well, that was my biggest complaint with Nagy. Like, you want, you want to run this offense in the way that – you that you have created in your mind and I think Getsy's got some of that he's just lived his life with Aaron Rodgers and this is how it's going to be done and we're going to do all these cute creative plays and which would work in Green Bay and by the way if they didn't work then you had Aaron Rodgers to cover it up and we don't have that here no so that, that's Aaron Rodgers was covering up a lot of stink there in Green Bay for a long time which is why I predicted what I predicted uh, evidently correctly with them being bad this year. Not against the Bears, though. They look great. Speaking of stats, do, do you want to <laughs> know what their last three drives were? What, I, I might have a friend who's a Packers fan. The Packers' last three drives yesterday? It's pretty ridiculous. So their last three drives, uh, they were down 24 to 10. Yeah, and uh, Cousins had, was out. Okay, got hurt. Yeah, so the first one, uh, Packers start at the uh, their, their 44. Nine plays, 46 yards. They had first and 10 from the Minnesota 15. Turnover on downs. Next one. Uh, started at the Vikings 15-yard line. Four plays, nine yards, turnover on downs. And then the uh, final one started at the 20. Seven plays, 36 yards, turnover on downs. That's not going well. It's funny, too, thinking... You, they you don't put, have a quarterback, man. Right, you put that in there, and then you yeah. think back to what Jordan looked, Love looked like against the Bears. <laughs> Guy looked like Aaron... He looked closer to Aaron Rodgers. Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, sitting back there all calm, a little yeah. flick to the... Oh, yeah, no problem. Like, oh, God. The, 
which goes by which goes back to why there was so much panic after that game week one and why for many I you know including Braggs like really took it really hard and it's just every single week that actually looks even worse than it did in the moment and that, it felt pretty bad in the moment that should have been the take after that game don't worry Love's not that good. It was against the Bears defense. I promise it's going to look a whole lot worse against the rest of the NFL. <laughs> that would have been a good take. Don't um, sweat it. Trust me. He sucks. All right. Well, always a good take is every kind of Goose Island beer that exists. We love Goose. CHO <coughs> supported by Goose Island Beer Company. This is starting to become a real problem. How many shows is this in two weeks where he's it's, had to run to the bathroom in the middle of the show? Yeah. Yeah, that's not great. It's not great. It depends. Depends. Yes. Luke, will you go check on him? <laughs> I'm just sitting here all by myself. Might as well go to the single then. Can we get our sales staff? Doesn't isn't there uh, North Shore Adult Diapers? That's a company I drive by up I in, in gonna, Lake Bluff. Yeah, when we get off at the yeah. exit. We just have Carmen do it every day. Yeah. Have you ever had to go to the bathroom during a show? I've had to, yeah, but and I mean, not actually, actually done it. No, like last night, yeah, I kind of had to. Never. We were on the air for. You have a good story about this, don't well, you? Well, I almost vomited on the air on television right, once, yeah. but that's a different story. Like vomit, you can't like correct projectile yeah. vomit. You can't stop. That's messed up. Yeah, food poisoning covered oh, my mouth and ran off the set. You've been replaced, guy, Carm. Dude, you're only on for fifty five minutes. Well, in you this can't show. hold a, a PP for that long. <laughs> Come on, get out of here. <laughs> also, Ram. also. How are you back already? That's not even a, a healthy amount of. Oh, that's one hundred percent true. But, uh, the, but I, I, I'm I, also more concerned yeah. about how, like. Listen to me. You should have nice, productive sessions. I was not gone. That didn't happen. Move forward. Did you wash your hands? No. Uh, uh, disgusting. Uh, okay. First of all, that's a whole overrated situation. Oh my. Oh God. no no no. Um, yes, it is. Oh boy! Why is why is that th- why is that thing dirty? It's 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 protected from the elements. It's hanging out. Oh, no pun intended. It's not even that. It's you're in a bathroom, and also, door. It's just it's a okay, good healthy uh, practice. I, at least use the hands. people, Carm. How are you saying you don't need to wash your hands after the bathroom? What, what do you mean of all people? You are like me. Very I much. Li- I'm I not oh, like you. You are, you are a zillion times more neurotic oh. about these things. You wipe, you wipe down everything the second you walk in here. Yeah. Get him a litter box. Oh, seriously, Ooh. a litter box for him. Ugh. Okay. Listen, the throw was super sore. It's somehow in the show. I drank way too much. And, uh, yeah, these things happen. I got to strategize better. Okay, anyway, uh, Goose Island Beer Company. Why, why are we discussing <laughs> this thing? Can, can we you just, I was, would have made it back through the read. All you had to do was do the read. Put the video on him. Let him do the read. I would have been back. I mean, yes, that was an option. You, you, you leaned into the... The, the, the Goosey the, read is a little bit shorter than others. I, I would have had to drag it on, although apparently not, because you, 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 you pee faster than anybody in the human history, and you don't wash your hands. I underestimated how fast you'd be back. Now, now, now Sanders is saying that I've got ED. It's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get sponsors for that, too. Hey, CSGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. You're at the oh, start okay. of the... We Sorry. already did that. We did it like three times, but... Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oktoberfest, beer hug, 312. We had some 312s last night. Goose Island was... Goose Island 
helped us get through that game. It was delicious. Right? We had a great time last the night. The full pocket pills. Actually, we didn't. There were some leftover full pocket pills cans here that Law cleaned uh, Pack, up. You know, Pack gets angry after the Bulls lose terribly in <sighs> Detroit. Yeah, it's going to be a long season. High Grab Ultra there. Fresh Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne and Lincoln Parker from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. Who are the pretenders and who are the contenders? Well, we know where the old Chicago Bears are, but hey, uh, we're more than halfway through the NFL season. DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out the unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. I love the sweeteners, and I can't wait to win a bet on DraftKings. One of these days I will. Hey, get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use the code CHGO. New customers can bet just $5 on anything. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in Connecticut. Help is available. Problem calling, uh, gambling calling, 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort licensee partner golden nugget lake charles 21 or over age age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance use your bonus bets see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources the duke is back brett brett c is back brett c five dollars carms p break lasted longer than most of the bears drives this year That is, that is, let, can we, can we, can we, can we remember back to last week when we had 35 minutes of time of possession, 10 more minutes than the Raiders and how glorious it was when the Bears won their second game of the year and Deontay Foreman was running over would-be tacklers. Everything was looking so damn lovely. Let's go back to the Commanders game. Let's go back to... To DJ Moore dominating. Go ahead. Yes, when Brian Hoyer and Sam Howell were playing quarterback. I, I love under, those days. I understand. I got it. The Kid. Duke, 1999. Carm, you disgust me. You wash your hands. Use the paper <laughs> towels to turn off the water. And open the door handle so you touch nothing. You deserve to get a rash. <laughs> Unfortunately, Hogue has to sit next to you. Duke, I touched nothing. I, I was, I was, you see this? Yeah, yeah, done. Back. Perfect. Uh, you think I haven't, I, I I've been on this. Okay. Law. I, I don't like anybody. Keep going. <laughs> okay. We, um, what else we got here, Law? We should do this one from the Duke. It's a. Oh, man. Duke coming 49. through. 499. Duke, thank you for paying over all our stuff. 499. <laughs> Is it possible that the Bears and Justin could come to a Jordan Love type deal to avoid the fifth year option? As sarcastic as I have been with JF1, I don't think I'd get rid of him, especially if we don't have a top two pick where you can take Caleb or Drake. What the Duke is referring to is instead of dealing with the fifth-year option, they restructured the contract in a way that it basically covered the fifth year but kind of made it a little bit more fair for both sides. Um, I don't have all the details in front of me, but that was basically the thinking there. It was pretty smart. And the just the big difference there, though, is they had basically no evaluation of Jordan Love. Right, and he and, doesn't... And, and, and that was why it was weird that they're like, okay, it's we got to make a decision on the fifth-year option before he's even played. 
That's not this situation. Right. Green Bay credit creative and Jordan Love was in a position where he's going to get more money and extend out and figure out for himself if he can play in this league. Right. So it made, a se- it made sense on both sides. Turns out he can't. Uh, Bears are, right. Well, the Bears, the Bears are not going to do that. I, and I'm not – look, if you have to pay Justin Fields $20 million for one year to extend this out, it's not that big of a deal. It's, it's, it's not like you're make, I'd way rather do that than do some Daniel Jones-style deal where you're stuck for four years or three years before you can get out of it comfortably. The fifth-year option does not stress me out, and that's, to me, again, more likely where it's headed, which is why I put out the tweet last week that they, both these QBs could be here next training camp. Because you don't, are they going to be in the top two? I don't know. And neither does anyone else. Well, you don't have to make the fifth year option decision for a long time. You, right. You and don't, you don't the, pick it up if you're drafting Caleb Williams. Of course not. Yeah. Of course not. So, which is probably another reason why, unless Atlanta's offering you the world right now, you're not trading him this week. Um, total malarkey, $10 super chat here. Bears Packers to end the season is going to be a mess. I want to alert you to something uh, Kevin Kaduck wrote. Okay. It's a 10 quick thoughts newsletter. It goes out on Monday mornings. Uh, if you're subscribed to our CHGO newsletter list, uh, you get this. And hopefully you can also read this at allchgo.com. Um, but his 10th thought, Kevin Kaduck wrote this morning, don't look now, but the Packers have lost four straight and are just a half game in front of the Bears in the standings. They would own the sixth pick behind the Bears' second and third selections if the NFL draft were held today. My new nightmare, and this should be yours too, is the Bears win a meaningless game in Week 18, allowing the Packers to vault past them to select Green Bay's franchise quarterback of the future. Oh, God. With that, have a great Monday, everyone. It's not entirely impossible that 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 happens, but... Well, if the Bears won last night, the Packers actually would have had a higher pick than the Bears pick. Not the Panthers pick they own, but the Bears actually. Right, but that's the thing. It's Green Bay's not going to... I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not good, dude. No, I I get it, and and I've been saying that I think Carolina's going to win games, but I got yelled at on the pregame show yesterday to not go through Arizona's schedule. But I was <laughs> but, but I was looking at it, and I don't see a lot of wins there for the Cardinals. So I don't I don't think Green Bay is going to be in that discussion. I really don't. But I don't think the Bears are going to be in that discussion either. Neither do I. I mean, right. they will th- they will through the Panthers' pick, but I think their pick. Because yeah. um, I still think they're going to beat Carolina. And By the way, shout out Gary Ross. I had it wrong on, on Walker. I said two years. It was a three-year deal with DeMarcus for $21 million. So, we're winding back. That's uh, not getting enough production out of there right now. Yeah. Oscar Styles, nine ninety nine. Why are we still on the Valus Jones experiment? It's year three, and I haven't seen any signs at all. It's year two. Of improvement. Just yeah, Oscar, like, like Oscar. Three. You're jumping ahead of your uh, Oscar. Uh, uh, Oscar. Oscar threw an extra year at all this. He, Ryan Poles is on year three. It, it, just no, feels, it feels like it. Like I'm it, with you, man. Yeah. It's only been like 20 months. And if we're going by feels like with Bayless, it's about eight years. Which you could criticize. Well, here's what I don't understand. You run an end around a Trent Taylor. Why is that not Bayless? Right. Isn't that what Bayless is supposed to be on the field for? Then you throw a deep ball to Valus. When other than I remember one deep catch late in last season, I'm forgetting which game it was off the top of my head, he has not shown an ability to connect on these plays. 
He's not an adjust-to-the-football-in-the-air deep ball catcher. He just isn't. I watched him one time, three times in training camp, and one ball was thrown a little bit deep to him, and he started backpedaling super awkwardly for it, and he leaped up to catch it, and he dropped it. And I was like, that's not great. And then he did it again a day or two later. And then I came on the show and said, I don't really like his ability to adjust to the football. It doesn't look good. When Yet they picked it. I just, it's amazing. That's an amazing selection. Well, when you throw a deep ball like that and a guy's that wide open, you should start to be able to celebrate before the ball even gets to him. But when you see that it was Valus Jones, you're just praying it's caught. Right. That's right. not the reaction you should have when the ball's in midair and the guy's wide open. Well, it falls under the same thing with Trent Taylor, too, in my mind. You, you're, you're, you're looking for a receiver. You're looking for an impact guy. You're picking Bayless, to me, is, is a shot at trying to be the smartest guy in the well, room. What it is is they're trying to force. I guarantee you that they don't like either that they have two returners on the roster that can't contribute on offense, right? Like, that's not good roster building. But it's, an, it's unfortunately the situation they landed themselves in because they use this draft pick on Valus Jones and he can't punt return. Okay? So they're trying to find creative ways in the game plan to get them involved instead of just accepting the fact that they can't be in the game plan. Right. Just but, keep throwing it to DJ Moore. Right. And to your point last night, how, just if you can, Hogue, try to run me through the conversation where they got to the Trent Taylor play. What did that look like when they were I talking that one through? I don't want to do that anymore. I've How does that, but, but my, 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 what I'm trying to underline is that there's some, there's some smartest guy in the room thinking. I going guarantee on. you it's what I just said. We have to find a way to get this guy involved in offense every once in a while. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't have to. No one's making you. I mean, if that's what it is, then that's just, that's just stupid because nobody's – Trent Taylor does not need to be involved in the offense. He was brought here to catch punts, and he's done fine at that. If I, if I asked you to make a list of guys you would run an end around to, where's Trent Taylor on that list? He's seventh. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. And so that's where you start to outthink yourself, right? Because they're like, oh, the Chargers are never going to expect this. Hey, guess what? Khalil Mack. Pretty smart football player. Same th- same guy who covered Tyson Bajan out of the backfield when you try to sneak him out on a catch. Like, dude, he, he's got instincts. He's got instincts. Uh, Andrew Sullivan, 989, who is more responsible for establishing an identity, the GM personnel decisions or head coach in the way they scheme? Doesn't seem like the GM and coaching are on the same page trying to generate a strength. Well... I actually think they're in lockstep on this one, and it's not working. I I, I don't know. That's I, a tough, I mean, it's a, that's a tough question. I think I, to answer your question, I think it's actually more on the coaching staff, and then it's the GM. It's the GM's job to find a coach that aligns with him philosophically, and then find players that fit that coaching staff's philosophy, and I think that's what they've been trying to do unsuccessfully but i also think the identity is way too basic i i would even simplify what you just said the gm's job is to get really good players the coaching staff's job is to figure out how to use them that's period i take back everything i just said in the last minute carm's right
I mean, it happened. Wow. <laughs> this is the best player. I don't know how you're going to use him. Figure it out. You're, that's why I hired you because you're my coach. Yeah. All right. Um, let's fire through the rest of these. Double dip from Chubbs here. Chubbs. I love you, Chubbs. The Chubbs double dip. Polls. <laughs> Polls has been a terrible GM. People he passed up in the draft on the D line are balling out. The guys he signed suck. Smith should have been resigned. $2 following up. Chubb says we didn't draft Thule and he's four in QB pressures. And a third. Our draft picks can't beat out overweight veterans. I don't think that's fair for Billings. That's my only objection. Billings has been a good signing. Billings still creates pressure. He gets in there. I like Billings. Seth Crane, $10. Hey, y'all. I'm sure you've got a piece. Here we go. Coming out on free agents after last night's debacle, but I'll ask anyway. What do you know about Justin Matabuki? He's twenty six and seven sacks already this year. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. Deep dive on Matabuki for tomorrow's show. Sure, oh, there we go. Is is not uh, ready to comment on that one, Seth. Sorry, Seth. I got nothing for you on Matabuki. We'll we'll hit you up in on March first. I'll be in the Discord this afternoon talking Matabuki to there the other That's what I'm talking about. I love the Discord. I the, the Discord's just firing on me. What's uh I mean just Matt Gregory is just having a field day. He you, doesn't like you? No, I, he used to like me now he now he oh, just I love Matt Gregory. I love Matt Gregory too. He's just like, Carm, what are you gonna say now? Carm, what are you gonna say now? Carm, what are you gonna say now? See, I told you, Beige, it sucks. Oh, okay. All right, everybody oh. just, just just chill. <laughs> Gary, 499. What's up, Gary Ross? Why is Travis Smith still the defensive line coach? He needs to be fired regardless of firing Flus first. He has not developed anyone, and others have regressed. Gary, I don't think Adam Hogue's going to argue with you on I that one. Not, I mean, I don't like calling for firings of position coaches when I think there's a lot of things in play there, but. I, I cannot make a strong argument against that, and I wouldn't try. The D-line is it's a fair it's a fair point. It's 100% a fair Does point. Does anybody want Justin Jones? Fourth-round pick. Anybody? <sighs> what do you think? Can you get a fourth-rounder for Jones? See, now that's, again, that would be, I would put it in the category of a deal I would make. Who? Because I don't think it's going to make them any worse. I literally any, but I will, I will, I would, I would get as many draft picks as possible and forego. I, I, I understand if you want to not subtract from the offense to try to to lean into making a QB decision defensively. Anybody want any of these guys outside of who I'm signing long-term? Hopefully that will be Jalen sold. Uh, Chubb's now $2 billions is four sacks in 65 games. Terrible. That's also not his job. He's a run stuffing defensive uh, one technique, sometimes zero, who somehow is the Bears' best pass rusher. <laughs> <laughs> Chubbs. Focus on the outside, Chubbs. That's where that's that's the problem, right? Chubbs, now. you're making a lot of good points, but Billings isn't your best. Chubbs, your relationship with Greg Braggs is adorable, and I think you should keep on leaning into developing that to the end of the moon. You guys can be like I could see you guys taking a trip together someday. Chris Troy, five dollars. I don't want to go anywhere. Law. I want to keep on talking no. with Chubbs. J of one DD. Uh, Justin's touchdown to checkdown mentality would have given the Bears a higher chance to win. Chargers give up the most twenty plus yard 
plays in the league. And this is what we got. They try to take some shots. Not enough, though. I don't disagree. I don't. I, although I got to be honest with you, I don't think they win that game last night, even with Justin Fields. Not if the defense is going to play that way. We saw that last year play out. Games against the Cowboys, Dolphins. Um, you know, offense looked good, and the defense when it's they can't get a stop. What are you going to do? Um, they this, hit Justin Herbert twice. Congratulations to T.J. Edwards. They started the game fifteen for fifteen. You weren't the Bears weren't winning that game with Joe Montana. Brady's not winning that game. Callum here, $5 Canadian dollars. Can we please talk about the 41-yard deep ball to Mooney at the start of the game? Why didn't we see that creativity again? Sleeper agent Getzy is back. We talked about this last night for a second. The, the thing about that play is it's actually not that creative. It's just a go. Yeah, great. Let's not be creative. Do it again. Yeah, well, I'm with you on that. Yeah, like it's – but instead we get creative with end-arounds to Trent Taylor and – passes to Bajant that don't work well here's here's a thought I don't know double moves with DJ the protection last night was decent there was a bunch of times where Bajant was sitting back there forever you telling me that you can't have one nice third six throw to to, uh Mooney or uh to more that we did not bring up last night over the top of my notes it was was very nice nice touch he also had one to Cole Komet with a really nice touch so I I think there could have been more deep shots taken yeah and by the way there there was one to Bayless who dropped it. If he had caught that, Bajan's numbers would have, I mean, they wouldn't have been great, but it would have been a touchdown pass, and he would have thrown for 270-some-odd yards. Uh, $2 again from Chubbs. I'm saying the draft picks can't beat out Billings. That's, yeah. Ideally, Jervon Dexter, Zach Pickens would be in the starting lineup by now, or at least one of them would be um, for Justin Jones and Andrew Billings. I think that's what the hope was that Ryan Poles had, and so far it hasn't happened. Those guys do need – they get a little bit of a leash in development time for sure, though. Yeah. And, hey, Chubbs, if, if that's the case by the end of the year, going into next year, real problem. Agreed 100%. We just had the same pose. It was really awkward. Hi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How cute. Sangray Kim, $5. <laughs> Even if we get a two for Mooney, Jalen – uh, Paul's going to draft another high round bottom feeders like Jervon and Tyreek. We need a new talent evaluator first. Next law. Oh, Sangray. <laughs> remember when we all loved Poles? It was like five seconds ago. It remember feels remember like. when Sangray wanted Sean Payton? Well, here's okay. the thing I keep seeing about Poles. We had this conversation last night. Process over results. I still like the process. I just don't like the results. Which process? Don't say the Claypool process because he's gotten props for that process and that process. No, I'm not talking about that process, and I'm also not talking about the Royal Quantsman. Those are the two I have objections to. But the overall, got to tear this thing down, fix the cap situation, acquire draft capital. Sure. The DJ Moore trade was obviously good. Um, Ninety-five percent of the process, although the Roquan and Claypool moves were big enough that I don't know if that. They probably count for at least 30% of the process so far. Don Wanderley, 499. Warren has no real authority. I mean, Cheerian can't. I don't know where you're basing that Where are you basing that on, on Don? The Don. Maybe Don knows something that we don't know. Daniel Trump, $5. Zero sacks for Dexter. Zero sacks for Pickens. They seem to suck. Thoughts? Well, they are interior, dude. Well, Dexter's more of an interior, dude. I... 
No, they got him playing three technique, and he's supposed to get more penetration than he's getting. He's had, it's the biggest problem on the defense. They need a three technique. There was one available in the draft. I don't know if you heard of him. He's got a bad back now. Yeah, um, I heard that. Jason McKenna, $5. Why don't reporters ask questions to ever lose? That's good. Like, like what? Is this team's identity scheme effort what you and Poles worked out together? I'm disgusted. Yeah, I, I would just say that, you know, we just need, you know, to continue to hone in on the fundamentals. And Wait, are you being Eberflus right yes. now? Yes. Oh, there's no need for that. Well, I would just say... We know we're asking why reporters aren't asking these questions. No. Uh, Jason Leisure actually did ask a question like that last night, which was like, how is this still a thing? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it, was yeah. the, it was the gist of it. I, I would say that uh, there are plenty of pointed questions being thrown at the flus these days. Yeah, think about those press conferences two weeks ago and how tough they were and how much flu struggled through them. I mean there's there's plenty of there's plenty of fire being thrown around in there in my opinion. Uh Colby, Lanier one ninety nine. Turns out this system only works with Is that is that Robinson yeah, and Robinson? T A E seventeen. Who is that Tyson agent? I don't really know what that one means, but Aaron Rodgers and oh, oh yeah, Devontae Adams. Devontae. Devontae. Yes, there we go. Good one, Colby. That also wasn't Getsy's offense there. I was like, Allen Robinson makes yeah. sense there, but no, Aaron Rodgers no. and yeah, but Devontae. if your point is that Aaron Rodgers cleans up the stink, that would be an accurate statement. Okay, you have another read there, by the way, Carm. Sam Jones, the third, 199, higher. Harbs. Ryan Jim, Day. Jim, Ryan Day, Leslie Frazier is our next coaches. You're getting all of them? You, I got to tell you, Ryan Day, he's not a good coach. I don't know if anyone's ever really looked into that. He's not. Yeah, he's not? No. He's terrible. Look at his record in big games. Not good. Uh, but he does like to fight with Lou Holtz for some reason. He did cover the in-game spread that I... Okay. You can watch the Ohio State Buckeyes, by the way, on Fubo TV if you really want to, although I wouldn't do that. They whipped your Badgers the other day. They didn't really. They was they played horrible. They should have won that game by a 40. They beat your Badgers the other day for the... They did. I watched it. It was very unpleasant. You know the last time you beat was that uh, Wisconsin beat Ohio State, what year it was? 2010, when they were the num- number one team in the country, That's and ex- I was at that game, and J.J. Watt was awesome. There you go. 140 channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Fubo TV, it's the best. You can watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. You can start watching immediately with a free trial, so you can check it out. No contract, no cable, no hassles. You're just going to live the dream. Watch local teams while traveling, too. College football, as we're talking about with Ohio State. Big win for Northwestern this week. Go Cats. Beat Maryland. Loved it. Uh, Go Cats. The NFL, wow. NFL with the Bears. Do you see the over-under is 29 and a half? Amazing. Iowa? Yeah. Uh, amazing. What's the spread? Don't know. I just, the over-under is 29 the and history. Half. Yeah. And I think I would take the under. That game's at Wrigley. It's, it's at Wrigley. Weird. And there's still tickets available, I think. I mean, would you want to watch those two teams? Game time. They, 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 they uh... Yeah, Cat fans have been a little bit demoralized. Best by what, read by, ever, by, by what this happened. This read's awesome. Uh, Fubo TV, 
You can watch it on Fubo. Slash CHGO. You can, I was a five-point favorite. Um, yes, Fubo TV, you can watch it all. And let me just tell you, let me get like, call to action here. Watch all your favorite college football and NFL with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash CHGO. FuboTV.com forward slash CHGO. You can sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Do it today. Support the show. Get yourself the best TV habits going. Fubo TV. Love them. By the way, the, the Chargers troll job last night, I was a little annoyed that they just stole that from an Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, like uh, the blog Heavens. Uh, yeah, can someone explain that whole thing to me again? I, first of all, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Thanks to Tim Robinson and I think you should leave. Um, I don't understand any of these references. You don't, you don't watch Tim Robinson's I Think You Should Leave? It's the best show ever created. Um, but the point is, is that they, this Iowa, this iconic Iowa blog did it four days ago. Yeah. And then the Chargers get all the love last night for doing it. But their, theirs didn't even make as much sense. Like, Iowa's made sense. It was like the fans, the special teams, the defense are all like, we did our job, we did our job. And then it was the offense that's, and he, we didn't and, do shit. Yeah, we didn't do effing shit. Yeah. I don't know why it bleeped out effing, but not shit. Yeah, whatever. Um, Anyways. But then. Go Hawks. So the Chargers did it last night. Their offense did their job. Their yeah, defense their did their job. Their team special did their job. I, I thought it was pretty good. But the Chargers social media team is the best in the league. Sure. And I liked it. Uh, Crystal, 499, just sending some love. Late to the pod today. Great time yesterday. Bear down. Crystal literally is the best. Crystal, Crystal stayed to the end of the post game. And I just wanted to give her a hug because she just looked sad. She looked so sad. She Sarah, was, Sarah she just was said she was somehow sadder than Carb. I don't know about that. Mm, she was. I think she. I think Crystal's she was. A more, she's a more positive person than Carb. That's true. Crystal's amazing. Um, All right. And by the, the way, she she made it through the show without having to go to the bathroom. I did too. Uh. All right, trade deadline tomorrow, Hogue. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Cole Komet on the show tomorrow at noon. Um, we are going to be on call for the trade deadline, which basically means... I don't know. Uh, I, I got trick-or-treating to do in the snow. The rest of us will be on call. We will find a different <laughs> producer for the show. Uh, if the Bears make a move, we will have a trade deadline show for you at 3 o'clock, but that's to be determined. Regardless, we'll be here at noon with Cole Komet. Trying to get some answers, trying to figure some things out here. Cole had a really good game last night. He was our DraftKings king of the game. Um, Cole was awesome. So he'll be here. Uh, and again, we'll be following track in the trade line. Nicholas Moriano all over it as well. You can read him at allchgo.com. Don't forget about bad. Bad after dark. It's happening tonight. I mean that's that's worse than ATM machine. It was two of the letters in the in the acronym. Brags after dark. Bears after dark. It's happening tonight. Corey Wooten on the show. I'm calling in. Don't miss it. I dare you to call in. I might call in tonight. All right, that's happening tonight. Don't miss it. Corey Wooten. I'm sure he'll be on fire with his thoughts from the game yesterday as well. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, please hit that like button. Not enough likes on this show. Uh, at least not today, but we appreciate you. Please hit it before you leave on your way out. And also uh, hit that subscribe. We're trying to go for 50,000 subscribers. Send the show off to a friend. Help us out. We appreciate all the love and support as always. Just a reminder on that. We so appreciate Everybody's here. Everybody who comments. Everybody who spends any amount of money on the super chats.
but Los we appreciate Alem, all of you. Los Alambrados coming in under the wire here for another $5. Yeah. After this game, are commentators seriously saying Fields doesn't deserve a final chance? I don't know if anyone's saying that. It's a weird night with the commentary last night. There was some... Oh, the bouquets that were being thrown at Tyson was a little uncomfortable, even for me. Well, they had to justify not flexing the game. There you I go. guess. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, John Clark. Appreciate you, brother. Um, Dan Carroll. Hogue, you too, how Nagy. Can you, how can you say that white hair has been good? Did you miss him getting pancaked by Joey Bosa? Who said he was good? I, 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 believe, I, I believe you said it's time to see someone yeah, else. I yeah, I think he's been a very good teammate and a solid bear for a long time, and I actually said the opposite, <laughs> that it's probably time to play a younger player. But good way to end the show. Noon tomorrow, Cole Komet, right here, CSGO Bears. Check all our other shows out as well. Got you covered all day long here on this beautiful Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow.